another edition of K-Talk. Today on K-Talk, we're going to be talking about Camp Rice. This episode is titled Camp Rice and Beyond. Today we'll be talking to a few guests about what they miss about camp, what memories they have, and what they really loved about Camp Rice. I hope you can join us, so stay tuned. Okay. So, welcome to another edition of K-Talk. Um, today, I have on the show Tad, Tara, and I also have uh, Jenny from Camp Rice. Today on the show, first I'd like to say congratulations to Tad on graduating. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so how, yay. So, so how does it feel to graduate? I mean, it's definitely not what I guess I was expecting, but, but um, I mean, honestly, I'm happy to be moving on to the next part of my life i'm ready to be you know going on to college and everything so i guess there's positive were you expecting <laughs> were you expecting to uh for there to be something like coronavirus where you couldn't attend graduation <laughs> definitely not not even in the slightest mm-hmm. i mean if you probably told me at the beginning of this year uh, i think you froze out i don't know what happened uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It might be a connection problem because I've been out to, uh, guys, this is, uh, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. I apologize for that. Um, out in um, Oakland, Maryland, which is where he lives, um, I don't know if there's great service out there. So we, we can't. It, it, this, this happens with Zoom. It happens with everything. Right. It's, so, it's a lot of people are doing this across the country, so you're going to have technical difficulties no matter what. Right. <laughs> So, if uh, we can get Tad to uh, come back, we'll get him to come back. But um, on the show here today, like I said before, I have Tad, Tara, and I have Jenny. And so, if you'd like to um, say a greeting, um, please say a greeting and tell us who you are and um, I guess what you're doing in the pandemic. Tara? Hey, I'm Tara. Um, I usually do arts and crafts at camp. And um, that's pretty much it. And I miss camp so much. It was, like Jenny said, it was the highlight of the summer. And I'm really sad that we can't all be together and see each other's kids and all that. So I'm sad. I miss it. What are you doing during pandemic? Um, keeping three kids alive. That is what I'm doing. I've been a homeschool teacher for like two and a half months. Oh wow. A chef, a cleaner, uh, 24/7. So that's keeping me busy. Okay. Um, Jenny. I'm Jenny, and as far as Camp Rice, I've been doing it for six, seven years. And I've had every title that you can imagine in those seven years, um, from being a, a counselor to all the way to director of camp. Um, so um, it's something that I look forward to every year. And obviously, uh, oh, we got Tad back. Um, obviously, I'm gonna you know t- really miss it this year and. As far as what I'm doing during the pandemic, um, I'm still working two jobs. Um, You know, I'm working with the school system and doing online with special ed kids, and that's 
quite a challenge. Mm-hmm. They they don't understand at all why we're on TV, quote unquote. <laughs> um, and then my second job, you know, um, I was furloughed, so I went ahead and applied for working at the grocery store because I wanted to do something and uh, not be home 24 seven. Um, and that's, I, I actually like working at the grocery store because people are like really nice. Um, and, um, and I'm, you know, I get to meet new people. So, so Taster. Yeah, Ted, tell us who you are and a little bit about you and what you're doing in this uh, pandemic. Ted, what are you doing? Is it messes up again? <laughs> that, that was my brother, guys. Sorry. Um, so what's going on um, with you? Oh, no. You were losing again. Now, now he's... Oh. All right. We're having technical difficulties, apparently, everybody. So uh, one moment. So yeah. we're here to talk about Camp Rice today and what we miss and what, we're looking, what we were looking forward to. For those who don't know Camp Rice, it's a a camp for Korean adoptees where you learn more about your Korean culture and how you can identify as a Korean. So how many, so as Jenny said, she's been um, with the camp for almost uh, seven years, I believe. Tara, how long have you been with the camp? I think the same amount of years. Uh, We might have started the same year. Didn't uh, didn't you both uh, start when Camp Rice originally started or did you guys come later? I think yeah. I might have been like a couple of years off, but I yeah. actually did Camp Rice with uh, Melissa Jordan first. Oh, wow. That's a long time. And then me and Jenny actually became friends through Camp Rice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so I don't know how many years that was. But well, then Camp Rice started in 2010. Yeah, I think then- so. Because originally when yeah. we had Camp Rice, we started at two other um, facilities. Oh, I might have missed like one year then. There he is. So we we started, I believe, at two other um, campsites first, and then we came to Pearlstone. And originally when we found Pearlstone, my um, mom and brother were... Uh, with Grace at the time, and they looked at the uh, facility, and they're like, "Yeah, we like this facility a lot." Mm-hmm. So, how did you guys um, meet Grace? You know, when was the first time you guys ever met Grace? Well, I I met her actually in 2010 through a um, adoptee uh, event, mm-hmm. and somebody. It was like some kind of a church, Catholic church charity, right. and um, and somebody introduced me to Grace. I think that was around 2010. And then when Grace started her own Asia Families, or it was called something else back then, um, then I joined her. Hmm. I think the original camp was called uh, Children's, but I, it was done by Eastern, but I don't remember what the whole acronym was. Yeah. Um, how how uh, when did you meet Grace, Tara? I'm sorry. Mm. You're fine. I think I met Grace the second year um, that it started. I think I was there like uh, not whatever one started at Pearlstown. That was like my first year, I believe. Okay. Um, 
but I did, I think I might have met Grace earlier at a Korean adoptee function that was hosted in Washington, D.C. Hmm. I don't know if Jenny remembers that, but like the, like... 2013. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so there was a um, yeah. Korean function at the, um, yeah. at the, yeah, the house. I think I met her that weekend or I met her at that function. Um, and so that, that's how I met Grace was that function or that weekend in 2013. Yeah, she came to one of the events. Yeah. Um, I think it was a dinner event or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she came to because she was in charge of the the money or the funding or something. And I think you were there too. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I yeah. was. So, um, but yeah, I just became friends with Melissa Jordan because she and I went to Korea together and then she was like, I was like, I don't have Korean adoptees near me. And so she was like, come tag along. I'm at this nice group of, um, you know, Korean adoptees. And so right. that's how I joined the group from Camp Rice. Tara, do, uh, do you Tara, remember? I met, I met you, Tara, at the 2000, 2013 uh, adoptee event in D.C. at the karaoke place. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's right, yeah. Karaoke. And Trish is That was fun. Yeah. That was my very first Korean karaoke or any other kind of karaoke. Yeah. We've known each other for years. Yeah, I thought yes. about getting Trisha on the show, but I think she's busy with what she does downtown in the city, so I I um kind of left to let her be. But uh, Tad, do you remember your first time meeting Grace? He was a child. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll try to get through this without my internet going out again. Um, but, uh, if I you have data, use data. I'm on it now because I was on my computer and it shut down, so now I'm on data. Um, actually, Grace has a pretty uh, big history of my family, though, because, uh, you know, of course, uh, my sister's adopted from Korea, and uh, Grace was actually the one who brought her over on the plane. Um, wow. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so That's my family cool. knew Grace for, yeah, um, my family knew Grace for a while, but didn't really get to meet her, meet her, until, um, I can't remember which camp it was, it was when we were still at left, like that, um, like, I can't remember the name of it, but before that, my mom and sister had gone to the camp before that, and that was my first camp, and I was real little, so I can't really remember all the details then, but that was the first time I met Grace, and it You want to know something funny? Hmm. Tad was in one of my groups when I first started camp. Oh, wow. Yep, I remember. Me and Michael Ottawa, Kiku's husband, Yeah. were camp leaders for an age group, and Tad was in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember him being the class clown. And <laughs> yeah. So. Surprise, surprise. He had to change, really. I, I don't know what I remember him like, as his uh, you know, camp attendee. Yeah. We don't see much of Michael anymore. No, I don't know why. All I know is that he works still for Delta, but he doesn't say much. Well, he has a lot of kids, so... Yeah, he's, he's got two ki- two little kids. Yeah. 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 But we miss you, Michael. Yes, Thank we you. miss you, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I talk to him once in a while. Yeah. So, I miss Kung up, too. So with camp and everything, uh, and meeting Grace, um, 
and whatnot. I remember um, my first time was meeting her, I think, through Children's, and then we went on a tour, um, I think, in 08. But it wasn't. It was with someone named Anna. I don't remember who their what her last name was. But that's how we met Grace, um, I think. And then we went on tour with her for that uh, second. I went on tour with her that second time, and I know that was with you, Jenny, because you went with us on yeah. that tour. That was 2015. Yeah, that was that was great. And then, um, and then I think we went back on tour. We did another tour, and you were there too when uh, we went over later when I met my dad. 2017. Yeah, I think so. 2017. Yeah. 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 So before that, have had any of you been to Korea, or you know, whenever you guys went, was that like your first time? First time. Tara, when was it oh. you went? Well, the first time I went to Korea was in 2000. And nine, yeah, I went in two thousand nine to Korea for the first time, and then um, Trish, and, Trish and I went to Korea together mm -hmm. one time, and um, so those are the two times. Do you remember? So I'm trying to think if I met her before or after. I guess I met her after I went to Korea. Mm -hmm. Um, oh. Tom, when did you go? Yeah, when did you go to Korea? Um, we went in 2013. Okay. Uh, that was okay. a whole band who went. That was my first time and so far only time. Although my family talks a lot about wanting to go back. But, um, yeah, we went when I was in 2013. So I would have been 11 at the time, I think it was. Um, I the, the thing I remember the most that sticks out to me was... Um, first of all, I mean, was being in Seoul, because that's where our trip kind of started, and just seeing that kind of big city. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm basically a, a, a country boy. I don't want to say I myself are a country, but where we live <laughs> is kind of a backwoods, you know, kind of low-tech uh, low area, and then going to Seoul, which was like my first mm -hmm. giant city experience, and just seeing all that was crazy. And then just a lot of the history, we got to go to a lot of the temples and stuff and that was a, a giant like that that's always stuck with me it's so pretty mm -hmm. so um when, with that with uh you know going to camp and everything do you guys remember when you first got introduced to camp was it through grace or did you guys hear through it through i guess through somebody who's already been to the camp and said hey why don't you guys come to the camp well i yeah grace asked me to be a counselor um, or no, I was a teacher for Adoptee Talk right. um, class, so I was a teacher for for that the, in 2013. Right. And then I believe at camp you um, were that, and then you became, I think, a group leader, and then you did the teen group for a while. I did the teen group, and then I was a director. You've done all, everything uh, almost. Yeah. Yeah, you've been all over. Yeah. I've been everywhere. And now, I, you know, for this summer, I was supposed to be a teacher again, classroom teacher. Um, so was I. I missed that, yeah, I missed that part of it. And um, But, you know, I definitely have a feel for every position because I feel like I've done it all. Um, and I think teaching a class is my favorite. 
What about you, Tara? Um, I started because of Melissa Jordan. Um, somehow she got signed up to do the crafts, and so um, I'm actually pretty crafty, and I came up with the craft that year for you guys with Melissa, mm -hmm. and it was um, these Korean coasters. And all the yeah. kids made the Korean coasters. And oh, yeah, so I remember that. Th that's that was fun. the first craft I ever did. And then, so when they found out I did all the crafts that year, um, they asked me to do the crafts for so many years. Right. Um, but then me and Michael, uh, the first year I did it, I was I did half crafts, and then in my other time I did uh, a group with Michael that Tab was a part of. Right. But I always ask every year that I get to do, like, help with cooking, but they always turn down my request, <laughs> and so they always make me <laughs> But every year, maybe one day I can help in the, you know, the cooking. Because Tara doesn't get enough Korean food where she is. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's so sad. Especially Korean food. See, I'd love to do Korean cooking, stuff. but I think for me, if I did that, I'd probably eat more of the uh, product <laughs> than than cook, and so I'd probably get booted out. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was um, Tara's goal. <laughs> <laughs> but did you uh, sign up for? Um, honestly, mom was the one going through everything, so I don't know what I was put on. But I don't think you get that much of a choice your first year. Um, uh, I know uh, one of my friends who ended up going to uh, last year, Jacob Wallman, he was put in the kids group, and I figure that's where I'd be put, because actually, before this summer, I was a camp counselor at a different camp as my normal job for the past uh, four years. Oh, wow. So I, I have experience with camp counseling. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I didn't have to be a counselor. I didn't have to be So. Hey, uh, Henry, I just noticed your hat. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I... Yeah, that's Kim, Kim Bob or a sushi with chopsticks. The funny that's thing is, true. is that, um, that, yeah. So to let my viewers know and everybody who's um, in the interview here, I've uh, one bought this hat and it was completely um, nude, as in there was nothing on it. And I was kind of looking for something to put on it. Um, I knew my brother had some uh, Korean flag stickers, but I couldn't find them. So I went into um, Michael's craft store. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll maybe find something in there. And so I found really? these patches that had adhesive to the back, but you had to, um, what do you call it? Sort of like apply a little bit of heat to the back first with a hairdryer yeah. or something so it could stick. And that's, you know, yeah. what I found. And then I applied that's it. To awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah. 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 You should wear it at Camp Rice next year. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Henry, what about you and Camp Rice? Where did you start? Oh, you started as a camper. Right. For yeah. me, I started as a camper. And then when um, I got older, I became a CIT, counselor in training, at 
children's and then after that when Grace started uh, Camp Rice I was a camper for a really long time um, and then I became a counselor and I've been a counselor I think for three years of Camp Rice yeah two three years of Camp Rice and um, I love it it's it's nice seeing a lot of uh, friendly faces and bringing everybody together to you know spend three days that I wish was a little longer um, yeah. to, you know, to talk to everybody and yeah. get you know get to know one another. So that leads me into my next question. So with Camp Rice and attending it, does camp help you identify you know more about your you know with your Korean part of you or more of your American part? For me, it kind of makes me identify more with my Korean part because I'm with a lot of Korean adoptees and we can you know share stories and talk about our adoptee experiences or how they feel about being Korean, as opposed to saying, hey, I'm a white guy and <laughs> I'm here to learn more about, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, I, to me, it feels like we're bringing each other more closer together and, you know, learning more about everyone's experience and how they feel about, you know, being adopted or, you know, identifying as saying, hey, I'm Korean, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel, how do you guys identify? Ted. So, Ted, how so, do you I identify? Mean, I mean, I definitely think it helped uh, my sister kind of find her roots. I mean, uh, like, I mean, I, if I'm speaking about myself, I just, I love getting immersed. And honestly, I feel like it was, a, it was awesome. Like, it was like, it was a few in the kind of, uh, I don't know if I say headspace, maybe that's the wrong word, but, um, it's just, I, I think even more for my family and for my sister, it was, it definitely got her back to her roots and got her to see, you know, what culture she was a part of. And I mean, it got my family to get a lot more knowledge on it, you know? Yeah, but, but what about for yourself, Tad? Because you got to see other families like your family. You yeah, know, so where Tad, how do you identify? Um, do you identify yeah. more having a Korean background now because of your sister, or do you still feel that you identify more as an American, but you're slowly becoming more Korean as you get older? you Tara how do you how do you identify um I identify that it probably makes me feel more Korean because it's like uh, I kind of blend in I don't stick out as much you know they kind of um like the same things food and um so yeah I feel like I'm not around a lot of Korean people where I, I live so you know Camp Rice is the only opportunity every year for me to hang out with a group of Korean people. Hmm. Uh, what about what about you, Jenny? I think for me it's both. Um, just because I'm a, I am around Korean adoptees in the D.C. Maryland area um, throughout the year, um, except for the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, but as far as the Camp Rice, I, I, you know, I feel like I can relate to the parents there um, and the kids there um, 
because I've been in, I mean, like the parents, it kind of reminds me of my mom, you know, mm-hmm. um, who's not around anymore. Um, but at the same time, my mom was not, she would have never let me do that, you know, the camp rice type of thing. Right. Because she was, she was like all about me not being around other Koreans. I don't know why. But, but, um, but it, it just makes me feel good that there are other families who want their Korean adopt, adopted kids to be around other Korean adopted kids. Right. So they feel like they're not alone. And I wish I had that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, not every family is in the same situation. So, so I, I feel like I can, re, you know, relate to the parents and, and of course the kids. Um, and then I love, you know, having all, all us adult adoptees, they're the same, under the same roof kind of thing. Right. So I remember one year, um, I don't know if we did it last camp, but I know that we had these sheets that were posted on the wall and you could sign up to talk to an adoptee about their experience. Um, I, I was one of them last time, um, but I don't remember if you were one of those uh, people, Jenny, but if someone asked you about you know, your adoption story, would you feel comfortable talking about it? Or do you kind of feel like, I, I don't mind talking about it, it's just I don't particularly like to bring up the subject? Um, well, it's changed, that, that idea changed, you know, from when I was a kid, like Tad's age, I wasn't comfortable talking about, you know, my background to anyone, but, but as I got older, um, I, you know, I became more and more open, so, you know, now it's like, it's a big open book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to anybody. That's good, because, you know, for me, with my experience, now I talk to everybody about it, and um, I did the 23andMe thing, and what's really weird is it told me um, I'm 96% Korean and I'm 4% Japanese, but then I checked it about a month ago and it updated, and now it says I'm 98% Korean, so I'm thinking what's really wrong with the system there. But I no, won't... no. I, I somebody explained it to me. What happened was back when we first did it, they didn't have as much data oh, and I as see. many people. Right. So the more people that did it, the more you know, um, you know, we had in common for like you know cousins and all that stuff. Right. So so that's what changed. It's just like a lot more people um, did the twenty three and me, and because yeah. I went from, I think I went from. Like sixty-eight percent Korean to ninety-eight percent Korean. Okay. So that that was a big jump. So for, when I looked at my thing for twenty-three and me, the best I got was a was a third, fifth cousin. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much what most of us have. Yeah, yeah I have. Right. Um, Tara, yeah, you did it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did you find yeah. out, Tara? I found out that me and Mary Woodward are like third to fifth cousins. Oh, wow. It was so funny when I was like, I know that person. I've done Camp Rice with her. So I messaged her. I was like, hey, you're my cousin. But that's only like our Camp Rice 23andMe connection I had. Hmm. But you don't have her height. <laughs> no. 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 We all, Jenny, we all wish we had her height. Yeah, I know. 
No, not really. Look, if I had <laughs> I look, if I had Mary's side, I could finally tell my mother, "Hey, mom, I can reach the poisons on the back shelf on the top shelf oh. there." <laughs> mm. But I, I have to tell you a story about Twenty Three and Me. Mm. When because you know when I was adopted, or you know, well, I was in an orphanage for many years, and I remember getting teased all the time that I was like half Korean because I have very light brown hair, right. and I really. I really stood out like a sore thumb in the orphanage. Mm -hmm. And um, so all the, and then when my first child was born, my daughter, she didn't, she didn't even look Korean, you know? She looked like 90% white. And, <laughs> and so I was, I was convinced that I was like half Korean by that time. Mm -hmm. So then when I did the 23andMe, um, and I was 100% Asian, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And everybody's like, Jenny, you look more Korean than the Koreans do. You know? like... Funny, th funny thing about that, I went to China for two weeks, and all these people in China were asking me like directions and like how to get to like anything. And so I had to pull up my phone at the time, and I said, and I'm like, here, I played the the little thingy on the app, and they tell and it tells them in Chinese, I know n I know very little Chinese, or rather, absolutely no Chinese, so I can't help you with directions. And, no, you and should say, I, you should say I'm not Chinese. Yeah, well, a lot of people said, um, thought I, you know, I looked Chinese because of my facial features and my eyes. Um, I have a lot of people tell me I have more of the Mongolian Chinese look than Korean. Um, but when over there, I had to do that, and I also had to ask them for suntan lotion because uh, to get, uh, to protect us from the sun because my mom forgot to bring some because when you go into China you can only bring 40 pounds in and 40 pounds to leave but she didn't have any at the time and so um, I had to pull out my thing and try and help her with that but in China the only thing I could get out of people was um, oh that store is right around the corner and um, the big word that everybody knows over there is Walmart because over in Walmart <laughs> because over in Walmart just in the city of Beijing they have over 1200 Walmarts Wow. Which is a lot. Yeah. Oh, that is and a lot. So since we can, we can't be at Camp Rice this year due to COVID-19, I'm sure we're all going to miss Camp Rice very much. Um, starting with you, Tad, uh, what's one thing you were looking forward to doing at Camp Rice? I mean, one thing I was very excited for was that, you know, finally become a counselor, I guess, is something I always kind of look forward to. But, I mean, just getting to see everybody again is a big thing. A lot of these people, uh, you know, they look pretty far away from me, so it's always like the big, you know, factor. And I guess that was the, I've always really liked the um, food challenges that the teen group did. Like, oh, they yeah. Food. Even if I couldn't be in it this year, it would still be great to come and see. Because I just like that creative aspect of everybody setting to work, making their own uh, food and their own, uh, yeah, meal. Yeah. Maybe you can tell um, your your co-counselor be like, "I'll be right back," and then secretly <laughs> drop in on them and eat the food. Yeah, or, or maybe you could be a or maybe you could be a judge. Yeah. <laughs> so Tara, what what's one thing you're gonna miss at uh, camp this year that you were looking forward to? Um, honestly, just the people. I miss uh, seeing everyone because that's really the only time I ever see you guys summer so um just really seeing everybody 
is what I'll miss most about camp, like the kids and the other teachers and the other Korean adoptees, you know, I'll miss uh, Kungok, I haven't seen her, I was really excited to see her and see how big her twins have gotten, so yeah, that's what I'm going to miss. Jenny? I guess everything. Everything? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, just seeing everybody again and um, catching up and, you know, being at, um, you know, at the site. Um, yeah, I was, you know, I mean, it's it's going to be weird this year. It is. I mean, it's, it's hard yeah. that we can't see everybody and that, you know, we're missing out on, you know, on missing, you know, on making, you know, new memories at camp. I know. My work was like, I can't believe you're not going to camp. And I'm like, you guys. Yeah. Even work new, like, I always took that week off of work. Ah, so. uh, yeah, okay. Right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, what was your favorite, uh, what was your favorite class or favorite thing, um, to do at camp, Tad? Uh, I mean, I kind of already said it, I always yeah. like the uh, food challenges and stuff, but if I had to choose, like, a um, structured class, I mean, personally, I always liked the history we got to learn. Um, I think it was the year before last, we did, um, like, uh, uh, we learned all about the dragon boats and the history of the dragon ships and everything, and that, to me, was just really cool. To learn. I've always kind of had an interest in history, but that was like really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tara? What was your favorite uh, thing at camp? Besides, uh, what, was it the arts and crafts? <laughs> was it, no, actually, no, no, the I food. teaching the kids and the thing about teaching the kids is that you know when they first get there they're like oh I don't want to be here and then but by the end of the camp they're like oh my gosh I don't want to go home because you know they made friends and and when I'm teaching them they you, you can see them connecting from the beginning on the first day to the last day and that's what's that's what's rewarding to see and then the last thing I like about the, um, I mean, I like, I like everything about the camp, but the, the last favorite thing is like at the end of the day, um, you know, even though it's just Friday, Saturday, yeah, Friday and Saturday night, it's when the adoptees or the staff get together in the staff cabin 
and oh, we yeah. just like eat Korean food, whether it's ramen or the Korean snack, and just just hang out. Yeah. You know? So one, that's kind of like neat, also. Yeah. The one thing I, you know, I wish we could do more at camp is not late, late at night, but you know, you know, towards the later end of nighttime is you know doing like a counselor gathering or something and playing games or something you know something where it's time for the counselors to have fun you know a little bit of fun because we're you know we're you know um chaperoning the kids and taking them to different classes so you know i wish we had more time to you know bond as you know as adult adoptees and you know sharing more things of you know and more experiences we have you know, yeah. I, you know I wish you, we could do that did you put that in the survey, Henry? <laughs> um, actually, did, I, did actually, you fill out the survey? I did actually. I did actually. But I didn't. Um, I didn't actually put that in there. I wish I had because now that you know, I, I'm talking to you guys. There's a lot of things that you know I wish I could have put in the survey that I didn't put. But um, you know. Well, you still can for yeah, next year. That's true. Um, so with with we not having camp, are there any um, memories that you have of past camps you'd like to share with um, the listeners? Certain memories, Tad. What's your memory? Do you have any memories oh. of past camps, Tad, that you'd want to share? Oh yeah, I'm sure I can think of plenty. So I'll grab my water. Um, well, let let's see here. Where are you? Are you outside, Tad? No, no, I'm upstairs. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm I was just grabbing water. Um, one memory I think that always sticks out to me would be. Oh, I, sorry, I gotta think. I, I'm on. I gotta think of my favorites. I mean, um, one of the things that was always a big thing when we first started out when I was in, I guess I was still middle school. Maybe it would have been. It, we were we were at the uh, resort still like we had just moved to the resort but you know we had so much area to explore we always had this tag game we'd play every every day after lunch like and you'd get as many of the kids as you could together like all the different age groups like it would be middle school probably fourth and fifth graders up to high schoolers we're all playing this game yeah. and um it was always like a staple was that we had to play it after lunch and that stuck out to me um like i mentioned the food challenge too i remember when we made the um i think it was ramen the first year it was a uh, different kinds of ramen the first year we did it uh but we had to no it was um oh, it was korean tacos that's what the first year oh yes oh, yeah i remember that yes yeah and this year <laughs> That year, you had to, not only did you design your tacos, you had to market it. You had to make ads and stuff. Yes. Um, I was a judge for that. I was a yeah. judge. <laughs> me and uh, Daniel, I think. And uh, then we had a few other people on our team, but they were doing the ad work. They wanted to do the ads. That was so much fun to me. Was that was, yeah. Bingle, we came up with art. Like, it was just, it was all, uh, like, really fun. That was awesome. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and then I remember watching that uh, the videos and everything when we at the at the last day when we watched the videos of camp. Uh -huh. I remember seeing you know Tad doing all that stuff <laughs> and Grace eating and Grace like you know eating the tacos and everyone's like, oh, this is great. Yeah, 
I wish I had been a part of, you know, that as like a judge because I like tacos. I particularly like soft tacos. I'm not sure why, but I like soft over hard. Tacos are bad. <laughs> yeah, I just I just remember Tad always being happy to participate in everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you were like the best camper ever. Yeah. You know? Tad is one of those people that likes to engage in a lot of things. And he's Yeah, I mean, believe me, after, you know, being at Camp Rice since 2013, I've seen a lot of teenagers that didn't want to participate. Yeah. Um, or they were like, you know, you had to be creative to get them to participate. But Tad was always right there in the front, you know, having fun. I yeah. mean, the best thing about you, Tad, is you always had fun. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, it's such a great experience. And you're never too old to just, you know, keep trying new things and keep experiencing new things and keep having fun. And it's just that camp, like, Camp Rice is always going to have a special place in my heart like even when you know my sister grows up which i hope she still keeps going because if she has yeah people, i don't know if they'll want me there you know <laughs> but um, she will <laughs> i i it's always had a special place in my heart it, it's a really it's just not an experience that's good that's good so well so so um henry what was the question again so tara can answer I said, uh, so Tara, what, is there any memory or any like thing you remember from past camps you want to share with the uh, listeners that you remember? Uh -huh. That stands out? Yeah. I remember from camp. Um, yeah, I would say I personally just like remember almost all the crafts I've ever done. Because uh, I have to try <laughs> to think of a craft I haven't done yet, and it's been a lot of them. So, um. I would say that would be one, that would be the biggest, but, um, I like, like, the closing ceremonies, or I think maybe the one that stands out the most might have been, um, the family adventure and doing that for the first time. Oh, uh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was fun. <laughs> I feel like nobody realizes how much work it puts, it takes right. to, like, set all that up and have all that. And it was like the first time I got to do a lot of Korean games or puzzles. And it was just a really, really fun experience. And I just thought this is really cool. And none of the camps when I was younger ever did that. So I just thought it was really neat. Right. Mm -hmm. Jenny, what about you? Do you have any, any stories you want to say? Well, um, I actually remember, uh, I think that first year you and I, Tara, that we did the family venture. We were we were like partners, uh -huh. <laughs> and I remember trying to do everything with you and just like, you know, laughing more than doing it. You know, and making, yeah. making all kinds of mistakes, but still having fun with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was that was that really stands out with me. Yeah, um, I guess for me, one of my memories was uh, when doing the family adventure. Um, I remember Cello Art Group was doing, I think, like a ginormous jump rope or something one year. Oh, yeah. And the, the, <laughs> the, the, the thing that was so terrible is that my group and I, um, when it came to doing that, I could, you know, do that thing for, like, ever, but when everybody in the group had to do it, we could only get past three. And then we're like, all right, got to start all over again. <laughs> Take it from mm -hmm. the top. 
<laughs> but I was really impressed though that one of the Sella Art Group people, um, when he was turning the rope, oh, yeah. he could jump the rope yeah. while turning the rope. I'm thinking, this is, I can't even do that. Like, how uh, is Sela, that possible? Sela Art, Sela Art could do everything. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Right. They, they should be in the multi-talent show or something. Oh, yeah. you mean like, um, like uh, America's Got act, Talent? They can dance. Yeah, yeah, they can act, they can dance, they can sing, they can, you know, they can do everything. Yeah, I remember for um, the longest time when uh, Grace used to hold a, I think, a, like a small craft fair or um, show or whatnot. And I remember that Mrs. Kent, Joan Swalski, and Mary Jo would be there. And um, we would all have not only the small craft store to buy things from, but Grace would always hold a silent auction to raise profits, I think, for uh, camp. And I remember one of those things that we could bid on was um, in the experience with the uh, Sella Art Group, where you could have them come to an event of your choosing, and they would perform, I think, for one hour at the event. Which was yeah. nice. Yeah, which is, which is nice. Um, I think one year my mom won that thing, but she hasn't used it yet. She was planning to use it, I think, when Gil turned uh, 21, but then that idea kind of went out the window. So we still have that, but um, every time I talk to Mrs. Kim, she always says, you need to come out to where I live in Lancaster, and I'll teach you to cook and do all this stuff. I'm like, all right, I seriously need to floor it out there. I know, I need to go. I always tell them every year I want to fly and yeah, and the, and the nice thing is, is that um, is that if uh, you're a Korean adoptee and you know who um, Lydia is, you've got a pretty good connection right there. Because apparently, um, from what I heard, I think she's an event, event management planner. So I think you can get in touch with her for like things like weddings and other stuff that you need to get done, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, so that's always cool. So, um, so what's one thing you take away from camp? Like for me, the one thing I take away is that, is that uh, you know having this camp is wonderful because it brings a lot of Korean adoptees and non-Korean adoptees together to share their experience and kind of it's kind of feels like it's a safe place where people can talk about how they feel about being Korean, you know, and all that. And what I've learned is that when you know someone like Dana who teaches the um, adoption talk class, I've noticed that a lot of um, of the younger kids are now getting um, in touch with you know the whole idea of the adoption uh, talk and sort of process because he uses um, things like movies to talk about you know how it feels to be adopted and you know talk about it and so I think with that I'm um, you know I feel that it's really a safe place to just you know talk about all that and you know connect with others you know how, how do you you know I mean what's one thing you guys take away from camp Tad? Uh, I mean, I, one thing I take away from camp is probably that it's just, to me, what camp is, is extremely important. Like, that kind of experience can be really impactful, I think, to, like, people that are trying to learn more about their heritage, you know, people who are adoptees who are trying to, you know, kind of find their place, you know. I think something like this is just, like, it's really important. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, that's just, I, I don't know, that's, I guess all I have is I just think this is a really important experience, and anyone that can do it should do it, you know? 
Mm. What about you, Tara? Um, I think the most, the biggest takeaway for me is that I feel like I identify with everybody there to some capacity, whether it's being Korean adoptee and knowing that kind of, you know, life, or if it's one of a parent and having young children, or just you know, even seeing the teenagers, I have a teenager myself, so I identify what they're going through or what their life is like. So no matter how different we all are, I feel like I have this common bond with every person there, whether it's a four-year-old Korean adoptee or a full-fledged Korean that spent their whole life there, usually we at least have parenthood in common. And so that's like a really cool thing to to go to, um, you know, even me and Henry can be totally, totally different, but the one bond we have is that we're both Korean adoptees, you know, and so it's really neat to go somewhere where you understand and identify with everyone there. Hmm. I think that's something we can all, we, a lot of us can bond over, which is, you know, the common bond of uh, being a Korean adoptee and then, you know, being, you know, open to talk about it. So what about you, Jenny? How you know? What's the one thing you, you um, can take away from the game? Well, I Tara kind of took a, took away what I was going to say, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can add to it. Um, um, I I think um, one of the biggest thing for me is um, you know by the end of the end of the camp, I always um, find a new friend. You know. Um, whether it's a parent um, or another Korean adoptee, I always meet somebody new, mm-hmm. and so it's all. So even though you're like going back to it every year, um, and you you know you're so happy to see people you know you've you've met before and that you know and that you're friends with on Facebook, but you don't really get to see them in right. person all the time. Um, but then there's also new faces. And, and I think that's great that there's always like new faces that come every year yeah. and um, and you make new friends you know so um, um, you know so that's that's what I take away from it uh, to me um, in the end uh, I love camp as a whole but somehow I feel like in the future at some point camp might fade out which I'm, I'm sort of feel fearful for because um, Korea is trying to um, raise more awareness and you know trying to get people to do in-country adoption and so you wonder how many you know adoptee people you know or kids rather are going to come to the United States and be adopted you know and then you wonder is there going to be any more of the you know three to six year olds anymore and then is it just going to be camp as you know more you know just the older kids or or what and i kind of feel that um you know that if you know there aren't more korean adoptees you know what it's gonna what's really gonna happen to the camp because i'm sure well, a lot of people we, like like the you know having camp around no henry when we went back in 2017 to korea that's when we found out that they're doing more in-country uh, domestic adoption mm-hmm. in Korea, but they're coming out of that 
again. And, okay. uh, and I think they're allowing more international adoption. So I, I don't think um, that's something we have to worry about it. Hmm. But, you know, I just, sometimes I worry about that, I guess, you know, I mean, there's not much to really worry about. It's just, you know, because of that. Um, I guess right. the last, you know, it's just, it's just weird. You know, for a while they tell you, oh, we want to promote in-country adoptions, and now we're like, okay, let's change that. It feels weird. Yeah. Just like how China said, oh, now you can have a second kid. We won't penalize you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you never know, you know, what changes are going to happen. Right. But, um, you know, but... You know, it's it's. Uh, I don't think we have to worry about that right now because right. I don't think I think Korea is changing that to back to international adopting. Mm-hmm. adopting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess my last question for you guys is: um, Is there anything special you'd want to uh, tell the staff or any camper or campers um, at camp that um, you can't personally tell them um, this year because of COVID? Go ahead, Tad. Tad? <laughs> he can't I always start. say Tad because he's the youngest. <laughs> Sorry, Tad. <laughs> Were you listening to the question? Do you want me to do it? I'll yes, do it. I heard the question. Go ahead, Tara. Okay, I would say that I missed everyone this year. I hate that we didn't get to get together. Um... But I am hopeful that there is maybe next year, and uh, hopefully I'll get to see you then. Um, but yeah, we miss you all, and hope you're having a great summer. And um, even though we can't see each other, stay in touch other ways. Okay, uh, what about you, Tad? Um, I guess one thing I want to say is... Uh, any, I know it's kind of weird that we don't all get to see each other this year, and we're going to have to adjust, but I think next year we should do all we can to make it the best year yet. You know, as many people that can come, as many people that can make it truly special, you know. Because I know we're having this gap. Uh, you know, we're probably all wishing we didn't have it, but we know why. Uh, but it just, if everybody can just go into it next year thinking we're getting – two years worth of uh, excitement and planning, then maybe things can be good. That's a very positive attitude, and I like that. Thanks. What about you, uh, Jenny? Well, I, I, um, you know, it it will be, it is sad that, you know, that we're missing out a lot this year, um, especially with the graduation with everybody, with Tad and everybody else, and and um, camps, summer camps, you know, of all different variations of summer camps. But I think, I think Grace said something about if we are able to, we might have some kind of a mini gathering, maybe in August or something like that, depending on what phase we're on for opening. Um, so hopefully some will be able to see some people with that, if that happens, um, if if not, then um, you know everybody should try to like connect with each other, whether it's FaceTime or Zoom or whatever, with any you know Camp Rice um, 
friends that they made in the past. Um, just keep in touch with each other. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for being on the show and, you know, talking about, you know, camp and everything. Um, I think this is going to be good, you know, for the people who can't attend camp this year to listen in and, you know, hear everything, you know, like things we've missed and all that. So I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Thanks, Henry. Yeah. Definitely glad to be a part of it. Yeah, thank you very yeah, much. Thanks for asking. Yeah. And doing it. All right, yeah. see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you guys. Well, that's the end of our show. I'd like to thank everybody who participated in the show, and I'd like to dedicate the show to Grace Song, the director and the camp organizer of Camp Rice. Our show, our show has been recorded in my room, and today's show was brought to you by Protector Six, who is on. Twitch, you can find them at protector underscore six. And today's theme song is brought to you by Bicycle Wind, which is called To You, To Me. And I'd like to thank everybody else who um, could not be on the show, but is also part of the show. And I hope you can join us next time for another episode of K-Talk. This is K-Talk.